Hey guys, how's it going? How are you? Welcome back to another episode of Branding with Bex. Today's episode is for girls only. So you may remember from a previous season, we had Macy Maxson on the show. She is the founder of Garnu and one of my very close friends. Macy dreamed of a day when women's healthcare actually supported women. From clean period products to technology that supports cycles to healthcare that heals women, not just puts a band-aid on to cover the problem. Macy wanted a period brand that embraced femininity and didn't try to get rid of it. So she found this area of the market that was pretty much untapped. She wanted clean, organic products. She wanted to make an impact with her period every month. Hey, we bleed for something, right? She searched the market and she couldn't find anything that encompassed all of this. So she created Garnu. I've mentioned on the show how important it is to speak your mind and to stand up for what you believe in. And I'm so truly grateful that I did that because that actually allowed me to connect with Macy at the Young Women's Leadership Summit that was in June of 2021. Now, I can't believe I'm even saying it's been that long, but Macy and I have become such close friends throughout this whole process. I've watched her start this business and grow it into what it is today, and it has scaled so much. I actually just had the opportunity to connect with Macy again at the Young Women's Leadership Summit back in June this year, and she is doing awesome. The business is growing. It was so cool to catch up and to see how she's doing, and I'm super excited to say that she's actually coming to visit me this week, and then we are going to the Student Action Summit together, which is in Tampa. Macy and I love the free state of Florida, and I'm super excited for her to come and visit me and to catch up on all things business. I know how much work and time and energy she has put into this company, and I am so proud of her for all that she has done and accomplished so far. So without further ado, let's welcome Macy to the show. Welcome back, Macy. I am so excited to have you on the show again. Let's start by telling the audience a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me on. It's just so much fun to talk to you and talk to your audience. But um, yeah, so my name's Macy. Um, I own um, I own and I started uh, Garnu, um, which is a, a feminine hygiene company, um, if we can even say feminine anymore. Um, and so I sell period products. So um, tampons, organic tampons, and also menstrual cups. Um, and we're really kind of uh, starting the movement of just women and women's products. And, um, we're just, we're having fun selling tampons. Um, so I started it in 2020, um, during the pandemic. Um, and we have just been growing and, um, and really just, just having fun, just making, making tampons. I, (laughs) um, but just, yeah, it's hilarious. Um, but we, uh, so I started in 2020, kind of in the pandemic and, um, and I live in Minnesota and so we're a Minnesota based, um, company, but we are international right now too. And so we have a lot of, a lot of customers everywhere, but I actually, um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what made you want to start Marnu and to like start a tampon company in the middle of the craziness that happened these last few years? Yeah. Well, it's so originally what I wanted to do was create some type of female health technology for women. So for the modern woman, cause everything's automated, right? So why can't our cycles be? And so that's what I originally wanted to start out with. And so creating the, just ideating and coming up with different ideas on how to actually start it. Um, and when everything, when the world turned upside down in 2020, that's when it kind of flipped for me, like, okay, I, I have to do this completely different. And, um, and I have different values, um, than maybe what other companies are offering right now, um, other mm-hmm. tampon companies. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of a struggle for me because I wanted to maybe find investors right away and really create the 
the big shebang of what I wanted Garnier to be. Um, but, uh, it was, it just, it, it, it wasn't going to go that way. And so, um, I originally just started with menstrual cups, um, and then we've increased the tampons. And so we're just kind of adding one product onto each, um, just for women, whatever women need. So we just are slowly adding on products and then we're going to add on technology here soon too. But, um, so I started it though with, so Garnu actually means rescue in Nepali. Um, the full term is Uvadar Garnu. And so we just took Garnu off of it and added a U. Um, and so we work with the Nepali girls, um, who are actually, um, sold into sex trafficking. And so that's a real passion of mine is, um, seeing trafficking end in our life time. Um, and so what we do is we work with the girls and we do like feminine hygiene training with them. And so they, a lot of them don't even know about their bodies, like what, how the whole thing works, things that we take for granted that we learn in what fourth grade, mm-hmm. <laughs> how the body works, or mm-hmm. our moms give us the body book by American girl. Um, <laughs> so like those basic things. And so a lot of these girls don't know this. Um, and so teaching them about kind of how, you know, how they create life and what happens to them every month. Like, what is the purpose of that? Um, and then also, um, providing them with types of training so they can start businesses, um, or different, different ways to make money. Um, so they don't have to go back into prostitution. And so that's kind of where my heart is, um, with Garnu, And that's why I started it. And I figured, Hey, we can make a difference with our cycles. And so, um, our goal is to, you can use your cycle to change the cycle of human trafficking. And so that's, that's our passion. And that's, that's why I started Garnu. Yeah, that's awesome. I really admire what you're doing. And I love that you tie it into with a cause. Um, you're not just selling a product. There is a mission behind it, which is so cool. Um, so why do you think that your brand, and it's really, it's so incredible to see how much it has grown. Why do you think it resonates so well with conservative women or feminine females? No, for sure. So we were seeing this trend, um, I honestly, I started seeing this trend in 2020, um, where women or tampon brands were starting to be very inclusive with their language, mm-hmm. um, which, okay, you know, that's fine and dandy. Um, but when you're starting to take women out of the equation and start taking that out of your language and who you're talking to, I mean, I have a problem with that because I'm a woman and I'm pretty much the only one that can use these products. <laughs> um, and I think and a lot of women now are starting to see it and they're waking up to that um, that tampon companies aren't for women anymore. And, and recently, um, one of the bigger companies, um, came out with a trans model, um, and women were furious. Cause they're like, are you kidding me? You're already in our sports. Why are you in our tampons too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that we've been seeing it. And so we've been trying to really kind of get the message out. Like, you know, we're women, we're not menstruators, you know, we're mothers, we're not birthing persons. Um, because women are being attacked here and we're trying to get rid of gender altogether and something that makes us all so unique. Um, and we're women, you know, we have all the parts we were created this way. Um, we, you know, we, we, we have the opportunity to create life and you know, why we can create life is because we also have periods too. And so we were seeing this, um, from the beginning and when, all this was starting to come out. We just made it very clear. Like we are going to be calling you a woman. We're not going to call you a menstruator, a bleeder, a chest feeder, a birthing person. We're not going to call you these things. We're going to call you what you are, which is a woman. 
Um, and I think that really resonates just in general with, I guess, if you want to do like the two party kind of viewpoints, I mean, it definitely resonates with conservative women because we want to conserve the fact that we're women, Mm -hmm. um, and we're called that. Um, but then also we've seen this, there's also this trend with the feminists too, because a lot of the feminists feel like they've been attacked because we they've been fighting for, you know, rights for women, you know, in Mm -hmm. title nine and all these things for so many years. Um, and we finally are at a place of equality, you know, in your interpretation, right. Um, we're at a place of equality. Um, and now we're being, we're letting men into our sports. Yeah. And so these women who have fought, who have been training for so long in their sport, you know, they've been crafting their skills and now they don't even stand a chance mm-hmm. um, because they have men in there. And so there's the side of these women who feel like they've been left out now. And um, the feminist movement isn't feminist anymore. So we've been seeing like, this is not just like a one party thing. Like this is a, um, you know, all parties, a lot of people agree with this this, they want to keep things female and feminine. And so, um, so we've really like, we're, we're trying to lead the front in that. And, and we, we like to be girly. I think that that's fun. You know, it's fun and feminine Mm -hmm. and periods are not fun. Um, and so (laughs) we are trying to change the stigma a little bit, um, with like humor and like feminine pastels and, um, a fun experience for women. So they're excited to get their gar new box every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and not like kind of change the narrative behind what a period is. And so we're doing something completely different than what other companies are doing. Um, we're, we're choosing to keep it, keep it feminine, keep it classy. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of companies aren't doing that. It's not very classy whatsoever. If anything, the advertisements get a little, um, um, a little graphic for me, for my yeah. taste. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I think a lot of women agree with that and they want to keep things, um, they want to make it fun and they want to keep it classy and feminine. So we've been seeing that and we're really excited. Yeah, no, that's great. I really admire what you're doing. It's so crazy to me to see how everything has shifted. Like you mentioned over the past few years, it seems like it's gone so extreme now, like even Miss Universe, which was, I saw this on oh. Instagram the other day, Miss Universe, like supposedly for women is now saying we need to call them menstruating people. I mean, this is just absurd in my opinion. And I think there are a lot of women that feel this way too. It's like, why are we erasing gender? I mean, I think there's a bigger picture to look at from that. But if you, like, we're supposed to be embracing this. This is something that only women can do. I don't Mm -hmm. understand why we need to, like you mentioned, get men involved in women's sports. It's just, it's going backwards it's reversing any sort of progress we've made in regards to having that our own ability to you know like you're mentioning get ahead in your career get ahead in sports have our own section now we don't have that they're trying to erase that so when you have a company like yours that stands so firm in their values I think a lot of people gravitate to that Um, right now we're seeing just such radical advertising like you mentioned from these companies and at one point it was like okay I just used to buy tampons from this company I never really thought too much into it then when you Mm -hmm. dive you dive into these companies you look at one the companies that these um, that these tampon industries are funding I mean they're literally paying out to these businesses that a lot of us women don't want to support um, and yep. then they're also using men biological males in advertisements which makes no sense I'm sorry but they don't have a use for these tampons they don't have a use for these products and it's taking so much away from all the progress we've made as women um, and mm-hmm. I think I really admire how your company is taking a stand and standing up for it and I think more women need to do the same thing and I think the only way we're going to get 
any sort of progress when it comes to women's sports and things along those lines are for women to stand up and say, no, I'm not competing against a biological male. But until women actually stand up for ourselves, like no one's going to come save us in this situation. Yeah. Um, so I really do admire that your company is taking that stand and is willing to say like, hey, this is our hill. This is what we stand for. And we're not going to just fold to whatever woke ideology comes up next. Absolutely. Um, so what are your goals well, it, for this company too? Like, where do you see this company going? Do you see yourself continuing to, you know, have that as your hill? We do. So that's where we've been trying to figure out like, okay, where, where do we stand here and how, um, like why, why are periods political? (laughs) And I'm sure like the other side has been saying, you know, things like, well, why, you know, why is pregnancy political too? You know, so there's like women's bodies, right. Um, we're depending on where you stand with that. And, um, and so we're seeing it as we can't not be political anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, because this is, this is how the world's going. And every single company has a political stance, whether you agree with it or not. Um, and I'm hopeful that the pendulum will swing the other way again, you know, so we can all be maybe a neutral society maybe. Um, but right now that's not how it's going to go. And so we definitely want to continue to lead and, um, and help advocate for women, um, you know, in this, in this time. And so what we see too, is a full encompassing, um, women's product. And so you can get everything from us. You can get your, your, uh, your period essentials. You can get your postpartum essentials. You can get your menopause essentials. Um, you can get everything from Garnu and you can, um, use our technology too, to be able to make better decisions about your health and Mm -hmm. some of the cool things that women don't know. And, um, I don't know if you or your audience, um, read the American girl, I think my body book. Do you remember that? Yeah. I remember that from back in the day. Yes. Yes. So I remember getting it and I was like scouring over it. I think I was probably 10. Um, my mom didn't really like talk to me about like actual periods or what's happening in your body. I just kind of read the book and then I asked her questions. Um, Mm -hmm. but I was just so fascinated by it. Like, Oh, okay. So this is how my body's going to change. Um, but actually, but what's cool, um, and things that I wish I would have known is like how powerful my body actually is. Like I literally, my body's a different person every week of the month. Yeah. And so I know we talked about this on like the last time I was on your podcast. Um, but some of these things that would be really cool for women to know, or like, no, you crave carbs before your period because of this and this, yeah. um, or you burn more calories or guess what? You can talk a little bit better when you're ovulating, like your speech is a little bit more together. Like, so some of these cool things that maybe would have gotten me excited about being a woman, you know, right. when I was 10, not like, oh crap, I'm going to bleed every month and I'm still alive. Yeah. I think there's also a, a really cool conversation that's happening now is because people did not, we're not familiar with like your cycle and like fertility awareness. And that's something that I see is being brought up a lot now too. Um, nobody really like, I guess taught us about this growing up. It wasn't Mm -hmm. something that was really brought up. It was kind of just like, okay, women can get pregnant, blah, 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 blah. But they never explained like in detail why, like you mentioned these different parts of our cycle, we might feel a different way or we might act a different way, or guess what? Your chances at this point of your cycle, of you getting pregnant are incredibly low. Um, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of women have this perspective where it's like, okay, like we can just get pregnant all the time. And, you know, it's my, my body, I have to mask these symptoms, whether it's, you know, taking birth control or taking medication, or I might feel low at this point of the month or whatever. And it's really cool to actually understand your body more. And like, yeah, I love how your website does a great job of describing like different things that are going on. So you can actually educate yourself on this. Um, And it's not 
it's not coming from a point of pharmaceutical advertisements. It's coming from a point of, hey, I think it's important for you to understand what's actually going on in your body and you can make decisions and plan your calendar accordingly, which is pretty cool. It's so exciting. And it's so fun too, because we have like this new generation of women who are realizing that, okay, maybe I shouldn't be put on birth control at 12. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe I should figure out what's actually going on with my body. Like, oh, I'm going through puberty. That's why I have all this acne, you know, or (laughs) just, you know, finding like taking ownership and they're, you know, feeling empowered to be able to know what's going on in their bodies instead of trusting just a doctor, just to, oh, here, just get you on birth control, you know, and like, and just educating themselves and understanding what's going on. Um, and so we're seeing this even like picking clean products, like we're a hundred percent organic. And so, um, picking clean products to use and, and women are starting to understand like, wow, this is actually, I need to know what's going on with my body. And that's even what we're trying to do with the girls in Nepal too. They need to know what's going on. And just from like, you know, personal experience when you're using like your products versus using something that's like, you know, mass produced and not high quality, it does. And I know there's been some studies on this, but this is just my personal experience. It does make it your period better. It's less Mm -hmm. for some reason, my body reacts in a much different way. So I think that's something to consider too. It's like what you're putting in your body is not just, not just food, not just, you know, what you're drinking, what you're eating. It goes further than that. It's like what products you're using on a daily basis. And, And this women's products are definitely something to consider too. Um, and they can make a huge difference. And I think, like you mentioned, you know, being told you, okay, here's, you know, you have acne, we're going to, we're going to put you on birth control. And then guess what? You're going to have to have, then kids, you know, get depressed in high school, all this stuff. And then we're going to put you on antidepressants. Then before you know it, they have a huge list of medications that they're on for something that, Hey, maybe we could have resolved it in a different way. Um, so right. I really love that. yeah, I love that conversations happening now. I think it's so important. Oh, absolutely. It's so important. It's so important just for us to know, cause it's always harder to come off those things once you're on them. Mm-hmm. So then at the end of the day, it's like, Oh, well, I'm just not going to go off of them. Cause it's so difficult to come off. Or they're so nervous. Yeah. They're yeah. Nervous they've been on it since like, like you mentioned, some people go on it at 12. Like, I mean, that's just, it's very young, but I, I know there's people that have been on it for years and years and years. And they're nervous yep. to come off because like, well, I feel fine in theory now. I don't know, you know, what's, what I'm going to, what's going to happen if I do get off of it. So then, Mm -hmm. and there are side effects that come with this medication that people might think, oh, I just, you know, have an upset stomach all the time, or I just have whatever, and they don't piece the two together. Um, So I think the the pharmaceutical industry, you know, I could go on about that for a while, but I think the, it's really interesting and great that people are actually starting to ask these questions and have these conversations. Um, And I know- And I know you mentioned too, like the political thing with businesses. And I wanted to go back to that for a second because like Ali Bestucki has this quote that she puts on t-shirts too. And it's like, politics matter because policies matter because people matter. And Mm. when, when you're supporting companies, like you, it's, it is really important to understand where your money is going. Um, And if these are causes like for for example, you know, we've talked about some tampon companies funding Planned Parenthood, things like that. These are not companies that you want to support. You don't want to be spending your hard-earned money on these companies because at the end of the day, you're, you vote with your dollar. And if these companies are supporting policies that you don't support, you are still funding them by your yep. Um, So I think that's a super interesting conversation. People are waking up to that and definitely being more conscious. No, absolutely. And they should be too. Cause I think, 
Um, you know, if, if you want to divide it, like half the country believes one thing, half of it doesn't, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, you have to understand, like some of these big companies don't like you, you know, they don't like your values, um, Mm -hmm. and they're intentionally publicizing them too. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like, that's where, and it's hard because when you do have like these values, a lot of these companies are scared to come out because the, they get so attacked, like so attacked. And yeah, that's hard, but it's only a, a minority of people who are like highly attacking you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like companies also need to understand that too. And so when we started, um, you know, we're small, right. We're a startup. And I knew that, uh, that women's health is very, it's very liberal, you know, I would right. say, and, um, and that's fine and that's cool. But I think there's, there's a, there's a whole sect of women that maybe don't agree with how, things are moving in women's health. Um, and we're seeing that over the last couple of years, women are waking up to not try not to be medicated. Like maybe try the organic options, you know, it's way better for your body. Um, you know, and a lot of women, they love babies and they want babies. And so like making sure that nothing stands in the way of that too. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there's this whole new thing. And so that's why we're like, well, we're, we're, we're not supportive of abortions. We don't actually feel like they're healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you choose to do that, that's fine. Um, but we're just not gonna, we're not gonna fund them like everybody else is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we believe that women are women and a lot of women feel that way. And yeah. so we're just, we're going with it from the get go. We know we'll get some hate, but we'll, we also know we'll find a lot of, uh, we will find our, our core Garnu girls, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think it's important, like, I know we had a similar conversation in the first episode, but we brought up, you know, if you're going to have like a stance, like you mentioned, yes, there are some people that are not going to agree and they won't support based on that. But then you're going to have a whole other section of people that have the same values as as you do. And that core support, I think, is far outweighs not having a stance at all. Um, So, you know, I've noticed from my viewing your pages on my own, but how have you used social media marketing to grow your business? And like, where do you get your ideas for your social media content? That's a great question. Um, so we, I love to make things fun. Um, I try to make people laugh. Like that's just me and the core of who I am. And so, um, one of the things we wanted to do was really create just a fun space, um, for, you know, for menstrual talk, <laughs> um, for period talk, for like all things that are female related that kind of relate. And we all are hormonal, right? So men live mm-hmm. on a 24 hour clock. We live on a 28 day ish clock, you know? How- <laughs> yeah. And so, and it just depends, you know, we're moody during right before our period, we get PMS symptoms, mm-hmm. you know, like, so like, or like, oh man, I'm ovulating. Look how hot I am today. You know, so we really, we're trying to play on that and kind of like using kind of humor and just fun stuff to educate women. But, um, we also now are seeing like, okay, well, women are pretty fed up right now with being called a birthing person. So let's just, you know, let's plan how women actually feel, you know, like let's, let's, let's get on that. And so we, um, when we were seeing everything happening, we're like, all right, let's, let's do something fun. Let's, let's do it. Um, so definitely we make a lot of, we get a lot of hate for them, but we do a lot of reels and, um, we're using reels to our advantage with like trending sounds and, Mm -hmm. um, and different things. And, um, that's probably kind of where we put most of our emphasis is on reels, but also in education posts, because we want to inspire people too to like, you know, take action for the day and, you know, be their best 
self and be their best woman. But we also want to educate women to like, okay, this is what your cycle is. Like, do you know, you have four different parts, you know, that you go through every month. Um, did you know your face is more symmetrical once a month, you know, um, like all these different things. And, but we also, we understand that, you know, women are women and we have a lot of that content too. Um, get a lot of hate, but we also, we, we made a statement on social media. Um, I believe it was, um, probably six or four or five days ago now, um, ish a week ago. And so we made a statement, like, we're going to call you women. And we got a lot of publicity for that. You know, a lot of women were, um, love that. And so we made kind of a stand and it helped in our favor, um, Mm -hmm. and just attracting a lot of people and, um, and really just creating a community of, girls, you know, a girls only community, um, to feel like they're heard and, um, it's like a safe place for them too. Yeah, no, I think that's awesome. I've noticed too, on your page, like, well, first off reels are huge now. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. like the best way to get engagements, best way to get your posts seen. Um, and I really like the ideas that you've been coming up with them. They're short, they're to the point. Um, you, like you mentioned, they definitely either educate or entertain. A lot of them are super witty and cute. Um, and then those <laughs> workout video, <laughs> the workout video was such a cute one too, with the girl that was in the garden shirt. I thought that was yes. so creative. So I, I love that you're doing variety. Um, and then also that you're talking about those topics, like a little bit more in depth with your blog too, which is awesome. Um, so what are some things that you've learned since becoming an entrepreneur? Ugh, another great question. Um, so <laughs> freaking much. Um, I think that, I think in just life, knowing that not everything goes the way that you plan it to go <laughs> um, yeah. is a really great one. And you have to constantly pivot and move. And um, when I started Garnu, I didn't intend on it being so, it, it, I feel like it shouldn't be polarizing periods are for women. I don't feel like that's a polarizing thing, but like now in 2022 it is. Um, and so Mm -hmm. I didn't intend on things being polarizing. Um, but we've just kind of had to run with it and like, no, like, well, we'll at least get like this market, you know, for sure. We might not appeal to all, but all the other tampon companies don't appeal to me either. So, you know, there is that and kind of understanding like, okay, we have a market and this is kind of the market where it's at. And like, oh, this is actually a new market that we're in. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see how we can talk to them and, you know, communicate with them. And so I think finding your voice has been the hardest thing, um, but also like the most rewarding thing. Um, yeah. And just even just figuring out supply chain issues, which, you know, currently that's what's going on in the world is major supply chain issues. And I'm trying to navigate different things and everything is so moving. Um but just being able to roll with the punches and being flexible and, um, you know, embracing it for what it is. Yeah. I think there's so much you can tell. I mean, there's so much I can see that you're putting all this work into it. And I see it just because we've become such close friends and I know how much you're hustling. Um, but I feel like also, if you look from an outside perspective, there's a lot of things people don't understand when it comes to running your own business. Like you never yes. stop working. <laughs> so no. you're always working, you're always hustling. And then there's also these other worldly things that are so out of your control. Like you mentioned the supply chain issues um, and different things happening, whether it's in our country or around the world that also Im- impacts everyone that's running their own business. And I feel like, you know, having this inside perspective and, you know, being able to speak with us today on the show is super helpful for people that are maybe looking to launch their own business. So if someone was, is listening and it's like, you know what, I have a great idea. I want to start a business, but I don't know if the timing's right here. I don't know, you know, if my idea is great. Do you have any advice for someone like that? 
For sure. I think my biggest thing is testing the market, like figuring out like, okay, you have this idea, but is it actually going to work? Um, like, do you, is there a need for it? Like, are you a painkiller or is it a vitamin, you know, like, can I just take Mm -hmm. it for fun or is it actually going to solve like a problem for me? And so like, it might solve a problem for you. Um, but is it going to solve a problem for everyone else too? And so I think like, if you have an idea and everybody's so creative, and I think that's, what's so cool about this country too, is you can literally do whatever you want to do. And then you can reinvent yourself if that doesn't work. And so there's so many opportunities Um, And I think more people and more women should take advantage of that too. Um, But I think really testing that market and seeing, is there, is there a real need for this and can I make it profitable? Is it going to work? And I think that's probably the biggest thing I talk to like female entrepreneurs all the time. And um, they're like, yeah, I have this really cool idea. This will be super fun. I'm like, okay, but will people buy it? Like, does it solve anything? And, um, and they're like, oh, well, I mean, it'd be fun. Like, this would be cool. I'm like, yeah, it would be fun, but figure out like, what's the, what are you solving? What are, how are you making people's lives easier? And like, what makes it fun and what makes it something that people will actually want to buy? Um, so I think it's really just like really honing your market, honing in your problem, solving capabilities, um, and doing the whole thing. And so I think that's, that's probably the most important thing. Totally. No, I completely agree. I think I see that also from like a social media marketing perspective, people that are like, oh, I want to be a blogger. I want to be an influencer. I'm like, okay, so like what value are you going to provide to people that's going to make them want to tune into your life? And then people like don't really have an answer to that question. Um, so I think it's a, it's a similar, similar perspective too. It's like, okay, so what value can I provide to my audience? Why will people want to tune in? And it's just like the same thing for a company. There's companies that do, you know, there's, for example, we could take something like apparel or things along those lines. And people are like, oh, I want to start a clothing line. Like, okay, great. But like, what about your clothing line is going to make people purchase your clothes versus someone else's? Or um, like, you, what problem are you solving? Like, is it going to be like the most comfortable best shirt ever? Or like, like, where can we find some differentiation? And I think obviously you picked a really cool industry to get into. Um, and one that is, while there are established companies there, you are doing something completely different and paving your own way, which is really incredible to see. Um, so what products do you currently have available online? Your merch is adorable, by the way. And then oh, we can wrap up by saying, you know, where people can shop your products and find you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, right now we have menstrual cups available. Um, so ours are a little different. Um, they're cute and purple, um, but they, they're a little softer than most cups. Cause a lot of cups are super hard. And so when people like feel those, they're like, this is supposed to go inside of me. Um, so menstrual cups are really great. We, ours is a little softer and we have a longer stem that you can adjust depending on kind of where you're at, um, and how your like, um, vagina and your cervix is kind of figured out, um, down there. Um, cause everyone's a little different, but that is super cool, especially right now. Cause there's a so-called tampon shortage. Yeah. Um, and so we've had actually a, a huge increase in menstrual cups, which has been fun. Um, and so those are great. They last for about 12 hours at a time. Um, so you just empty it every 12 hours. It holds roughly like seven or six to eight tampons worth of liquid. Um, so really cool. It takes maybe a couple periods to get used to, but it's a Mm -hmm. great product. Um, I've loved it. I've had a ton of women who go to like third world countries and they're like, yeah, we only use the menstrual cup because it's just so easy. Um, so, but it takes a minute. So if you, if you want to try that, 
just be patient with yourself and breathe. Um, it's just different. Um, but then tampons are a great prerequisite to that too, but we offer hundred percent organic tampons. Um, so those you can, um, we have, they're like a compact applicator, BPA free plastic. Um, and it's recyclable too. So if you want to save the turtles, you can still do that with tampons. <laughs> awesome. No, thank you yep. so much for being on the show again. It was a pleasure speaking with you. I'll be sure to add all of your links in the show notes so people can check out Garnu, shop your website, um, and join the girls only club. Yes. Join the girls only Garnu.com. All right. Talk to you later. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning into another episode of Branding with Bex. Stay tuned on stories because I will share all of her links or you can go check out garnu.com and you can also visit her on Instagram. Macy and I will be visiting SAS and we are so excited to take you along for the journey. Feel free to follow along on my Instagram at Bexy. Thank you guys and take care.